1: Tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: You ain't hurt none your entire life.
1: You ain't got no emotions, so I really just kind of ignored them.
0: This is you not capitalizing on the business by sitting there drunk every day. You know you seen that, duck ass? Didn't pay the people that worked for you I ain't like it for one second All you niggas backstabbed your friends He won acknowledgement from Joe Man, he don't represent New York He run around jumping in the wood table Setting himself on fire I told him suck my d*** want to look tough in front of Joe so bad I told him where to meet me at I know that you're a street wannabe <laughs> I said I don't want to talk about nothing online taking his shirt off in public and screaming and hollering that ain't New York I believe the hate that Joe Budden has for Charlemagne causes him to have some of these erratic responses. there is nowhere I go that they'll play any piece of content that come from any of those individuals any of those individuals
1: yeah, now niggas wanna lure me to death. Salute loans. Yeah, exactly. Salute. And then up here It's my man loan. Yeah, That's my man too. Both loans. Old loan, new loan. <laughs> okay, okay, Perfect. okay. okay.
0: Perfect. Let's get it. The way things going, nigga might not see the back end. Way things going, gotta run out with an FN. Way things going, the family matters. Way gone, a up in the Way Way Yo, 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 welcome to What's Up There Podcast. I go by the name of Big Long. I wanna welcome everyone to the fastest growing podcast in the world right now, man. I am extremely, extremely happy to be in front of everybody today we have so much i gotta tackle my name has been in everyone's mentions everyone's youtube comment section every podcaster's dm and text message so today i think it's time for me to just acknowledge what you're dealing with I'm going to respond to a few things that's been said. I'm going to address a few individuals. I'm going to bypass a few things. Because today, it's about the information. Today, it's about getting to the root of what we're viewing, what we're looking at. What's happening here, loon. What the fuck just happened? All of my whole audience, they're looking like, what are these good dudes talking about? Have they did any research? Where are they crafting their opinions from? For those of you listening to this podcast to see this video exclusively without ads, you head to patreon.com and up their podcast. Let me also address that. I'm a genius, you guys. You got to pay attention and keep up with me. And I don't want to come off arrogant, right? So when I speak today, I'm going to make sure to handle all of this with a level of humility. Because I do understand that the viewers sometimes receive me without knowing my background and say, who does he think he is? Not that my bravado isn't warranted because I am the light in the tunnel for the, for the rest of the guys that's coming out of the tunnel that I come from. And so I got to wear that badge and I got to walk with that honor because if I leave it up to y'all, it will only be internet podcasting. See, I just happen to be able to dance over there, but I come from over here. I just came to y'all party with podcasting, but I really come from over here and I'm at the top of the mountain saying if anybody within the sound of my voice can dispute anything I've ever said, they need to head to the front immediately. There ain't no cap on nothing I've ever said, but I have instructed my people to remain silent. You know why? But we've seen this trick happen far too many times. We've seen people identify the entire squad. And so now everyone that's looking their way can identify who's a part of their team. See, I'll be identifying my people to show y'all what's going on behind the scenes. But y'all ain't the only people watching. And so fortunately for me, I know how this song and dance go. I know how this story ends but still I play. First of all, I want to congratulate all of my listeners that's been with me from day one as we just closed that deal with Black Effect. It's a beautiful situation. Oh, man, they paid me well, man. They, they believe in me. They believe in me. And for all of y'all that's all been here, you know everybody believes in me. It's just a couple group of these Is acting like they don't know where it come from. Go back in the files. This is why I haven't responded as well, you guys. Let me give you a glimpse as to who I am as an individual. Who I am at the bottom of the mountain with more influence than these guys at the top. There is nowhere I go that they'll play any piece of content that come from any of those individuals. Here's the trick play. There's spots where they're being played where I can be played at. We'll get to that later. We'll address that later because we got time today. I come to lay it on the ground today. Because there's a lot of people who are lost as to how did he get here. And I didn't know that will happen. I thought people had time to do research in regards to podcasting because my catalog is valued at a certain amount. So I'm thinking, yo, man, I got 200 episodes. They'll probably go back and see where I came from and why my thinking is the way it is and how I've developed this kind of style. And built this kind of thing from the ground. No help. I funded this whole operation alone. I went to these cities. You can call QCP. Ask them. And we'll get to that. But ask QCP how I showed up on them. Ask B. Marshall how I showed up on him. Ask Fred Taylor. Ask Charlemagne. Everywhere you see me, I will be by myself. I'm funding the operation. You go get me another guy in podcasting that has did it 18 months and been able to cover the ground I've covered. My value can't be determined by guys who have been involved in some of the things you have been involved in. And I say that respectfully to all of you guys that speaking on the value of this up there podcast. It cannot be determined by people who have made decisions the way you guys have made decisions that has exhibited the kind of behavior that you guys have exhibited. And let me get to what's happened in the last few weeks because I don't want to take everybody's time all day. We're going to make this quick. I just did The Breakfast Club, Breaking Idiots, and I interviewed Charlemagne for two episodes on my podcast. Introduction to the market on a high tier. I give a really big shout out and love to Charlemagne the God. He has been a voice in this game. He is the he is the goat of this space. When I went on Brilliant Idiots, I got there. And there was a particular conversation that I wanted to have with Schultz just in the spirit of the moment. And without context, they began to speak about my behavior in this interview, or in this podcast as if it was an example of someone hating on somebody. Number one, I made it clear that, yo, I'm not hating, and I know that that's going to be ignored, right? Because people oftentimes say things that they don't mean. That's one. But two, with me having the kind of vocabulary I had, I never even called this dude out his name. And which, if I'm being honest to you and being honest to myself, I believe a lot of the things that he's done has warrant a certain labeling. But I stayed away from that because my real conversation in this brilliant, idiot thing, and you know me, I'm a guy that wants to figure out how to make this thing cut through. But my very real, honest conversation was what? Locating value. And today, I want to spend some time on locating value. I want to point out what that conversation was about on Brilliant Idiots because there's a lot of people running with it and trying to frame it and use it and utilize it to destroy things and do certain things when it was a conversation about, yo, what, what, what is that? What is he built? Help me understand. And they try to turn Schultz against Noon. Me and Schultz had an intellectual conversation in which nobody was prepared for. We just, it was shits and giggles. If you listen to my part, you know one thing. If that boy's comfortable and that boy's prepared, there is no one you can put in front of him that that conversation doesn't go at least four or five layers deep. This was a very surface conversation. But it was still one that I didn't find a good rebuttal for, although I did see Schultz position himself as, yo, I'm standing up for Ack. or Ack is my guy because he felt like it was an attack. Maybe he didn't understand what I was doing. And Schultz is my guy still now. Charlemagne's my brother. Schultz is my guy. We will have the conversation on my part at some point. Schultz and Loon will talk about their interaction, right? So on that Brilliant Idiots episode, I address academics and I say, yo, academics has did a lot of things, but in my opinion, he has created no business. I'm going to say he has attention. I don't equate attention and value. Some people do. I don't say attention is automatically value. I acknowledge the transition that has to happen from attention to value. And I think that academics has lacked in that position that was my argument. Now, it was all over the place because these are my guys and we're kicking shit. But my real argument in conversation was value. And I cited the part. Cited a few things. I'm trying to say, yo, when he doesn't attach his name to the bullshit, who's interested in the conversation? When you say that about me, I've received phone calls from the biggest stars in the game, the biggest athletes in the game. And I don't even like the name drop. So I'm going to refrain from doing that. But make a few phone calls like real talk. Make a few phone calls. All of you industry. Make a few phone calls to your homes, man. What's unfortunate also, and we're going to get to act right quick. We're going to let him respond and go in and out on that, because I think that's a better way of us wrapping context around the conversation. But what I find even more unfortunate is that I see these guys trying to get me to crash out. After my appearance on The Brilliant Idiots, DJ Academic showed up on his Twitch and he responded. He said a few things that I found peculiar. I, and although he didn't answer any of the critiques I had, I can tell that he took it personal. I can tell that the words hit home. I can tell that he understood, that I understood what he understands, but he ain't telling nobody. Let's pay attention to some of what he said. We'll respond and we'll get to him going on Joe Budden and that'll be the part for the day. Let's pay attention.
1: Now, understand that Charlemagne God has the Black Effect Network. And while trying to build out a roster, it is important for him to try to gain the talent of people that could possibly fit certain molds, but it's probably in hopes to think that they might be taxed on. Cause there, there was a time taxed on didn't have it in the words of Charlemagne. And I got to use this, his words to him. I watched the episode. I didn't know who this was too much. Actually. I had to remind myself cause it was mad. Uh, I think the only time I communicated with, him, he was mad cause he, he said I posted something and he wanted to get tagged. Now this is a 50 year old man acting like a groupie. Please tag me Please Please tag me Please tag me Please 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 tag me That's
0: Let me be clear With DJ Academics Because I think This is lost on him. You have more viewers Than me I have more customers Than you Thousands of people Are paying On Patreon To see my content That cannot be affected By algorithm change I don't see how This is so hard for you guys to understand, it even saddens me to hear Joe Button, And we'll get to them in a minute, speaking on my part and speaking about YouTube numbers. That's my third YouTube channel. And YouTube is literally the fourth or fifth leg of our business. And we still make, you know, five, six grand a month off YouTube. But at the end of the day, I'll repeat this for the, for the people behind me. We have thousands of people on Patreon. And if you're listening right now, come to Patreon. That's how you support us. Also, this is the trick bag they want to put you in. Pay attention. See, if I didn't know any better, I would chase those YouTube numbers. And I'm chasing these guys on YouTube. No, I'm building a business. I'm building a back catalog of great content that can sustain individuals behind a paywall. We don't even have the spike that certain patrons have where people go in, come out, go in, come out. We kind of stay where we are. We go up and we stay there, right? And so I'm trying to explain the business side of this because it saddens me to hit these people at the forefront of the culture miscategorize value in that way now let's get to also the reach of this up there podcast and just loan as a media personality i can probably get everyone that they can get excluding icons and shit like that but just like regular interviews like i can get all of them people but it's people that won't come to their platforms that'll come and sit with me that'll come sit with wallow and gilly that'll go sit on big facts they'll never sit with academics They'll never sit with Joe Button. and they don't say it because they don't want the headache. They may don't want Joe Nim mad at them, and they may get a free post from at Ken now, so it ain't to be discussed, right? I'm the only n- that come in with enough money to say, well, if they crash it, let them crash it. I go back to the street. It's good. Whatever they give me in this game, I'm tripling it because I come in a hustler. I come in with avenues to triple money. That's what I come in doing. So, ain't no way for them to do nothing that's going to bother me. Whenever they come around me, somebody got to go hot at pop. Somebody got to go tell Juice I miss them. Somebody got to go tell pop that we still trying to hold it. His- yeah. So, I ain't tripping on nothing. I'm just handling business. I'm just going to keep doing business. Every single day, but I understand the business side of it, and they'll put you in the trick bag and have you chasing fame and ignoring finance. When they're at the top of the hill looking at me, homie, let me let me get you to pay attention what they're looking at and how they're miscategorizing it. They're looking at a young black dude, he said, I'm 50, I'm 36 years old. He said, I'm 50, they're looking at a 36 year old black male that everybody can. See, I come from the trenches. I come out of that. You just saw me on Breakfast Club next to Charlemagne the God. You just saw me interview him on my podcast. Prior to that, you saw me with Rich Homie Quan, Lil Baby, Dr. Umar, uh, B. Marshall, Fred Taylor, all these other interviews. This is without Charlemagne. This is without Charlemagne. You seen me with QCP. You seen me with Coach K. You seen me with Rap Snacks. What the fuck is these guys talking about? And we talking business when you see me, I don't hang out. I don't hang with nobody. I don't hang out. When you look at a man like that and you don't see 50 men behind him, you don't see a list of things that he's been through. A list of videos exposing his private life about him lying about his past. So these certain little things with proof of this or that You won't have any of those things You dealing with a man that stands on his word And it's so unfortunate because They can't
1: see the forest for the trees Posted something and he wanted to get tagged Now this is a 50 year old man Acting like a groupie Please tag me please please tag me Please tag me please 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 tag me That's
0: A lot of things these guys are doing Are not It just doesn't match my character Now here you got Arnold On here acting like that I said, I, I wrote him a paragraph about tagging me. Can somebody hold these guys accountable and show, and tell them show proof about what they're saying? You got him saying I wrote him a paragraph. Then you got f- this other dude saying that I donated to him. Man, I would never donate to you Brewster on the internet all day. Ass, man. With all due respect, to people running businesses that way, but you two particular guys are the same kind. Y'all like stuff. Urkel and Stefan, you just want to be the cool side of Urkel. You Urkel, little nigga. Your family is the niggas, not you. I And I got in my, and I'm going to give you a few things later on. But boy, I got dudes in my hood like you. Always my homeboy, ass nigga. My family, ass nigga. You ain't never even been arrested. Don't put me in the trick bag and make me sin. Don't do that, man. Don't make me do something to you, man. Don't put me in the trick bag and you be the sacrificial lamb and you got to be the reason I got to sit down somewhere, man. Because I know you don't know the consequences of playing because you a player. See, you play too motherfucking much. You a grown man wrestling. And you talking to me. Don't nobody play with me where I'm from. There ain't nobody playing with me. And these niggas talking to me like they going to harm me, man. Y'all n- ain't harm nobody your entire life. And you going to start with me. You ain't hurt nothing your entire life. And you want me to believe you going to start with a <laughs>
1: powerful stranger
0: Nah, you trying to trick me. You just trying to put me in a trick bag. But let's address this tagging thing, because I want to stay in the business. This ain't about the emotional side of it, because these little dudes ain't never did none to nobody, and they ain't going to do nothing, right? What they going to do is try to get something on camera. Record this, right? And then you just going to get boomed on camera. It's going to be ugly. And I got a lot of love for people that stand around you, but I know how they really feel about you. You know I got respect and love for people that stand around you, but I know them niggas, them celebrities. I know how they really feel about you. If you really want to talk about it, now niggas may be looking at you a little different because you're next to Joe Zod the Clown. But I do know some, I do know a lot of people that know a lot of history. And don't forget, I know Riri Lope. But let's get to DJ academics and his tagging thing, because I believe this is extremely important. And that's my last time speaking about queen usually here i tell the youngsters to pay attention but i'm no longer telling the youngsters to pay attention because if you get it you get it if you get what i deposit and able to withdraw it then it's yours to keep if you get nothing from it then you can just be another person that's in the line that didn't get nothing from it that's waiting on something out of the machine but I, i guarantee that every time i speak on this platform somebody gonna get something out of it let's set the record straight there this tagging thing I find it's interesting that this became a conversation, and this is something he hung on. These industry things are so wrapped up in the industry that they don't even understand, or they can't—they can no longer consider the fight. They no longer consider the road travel. So here I am, a young creator with a podcast that just did 160 episodes straight by myself with no co-hosts, two hours a piece, some three hours, mostly two and a half hour episodes. 150 episodes, right? Right? In the midst of that, I've lost two YouTube channels. I've built here, built there, lost this, lost that. So I've decided to head to Patreon and centralize my audience as I gain the information. So you are watching a man work with information that he's gained along the way. This ain't an alley-oop. This is a creative shot. And see, all y'all see is me at the rim finna dunk. Y'all don't understand I created this shot. So let me explain. When you're so disconnected from what it takes to be discovered and the discovery process of your brand and business, because we all must know that, especially on your come up, especially when you get an opportunity like that, that QCP and Lil Baby gave me, they're my brothers for life. When you get an opportunity like that as a young creator, You want to take in everything you can because you don't know what you will miss. This is the first time and you don't have that big corporate team around you, right? You don't have iHeart around you. You don't have Spotify around you. You don't have Ian or whoever Joe has around him to be able to say, you know what? We know exactly what to do with this. All we know is we street, our street connections, our ties with certain things and our conversations about certain things. Puts us in a position to appeal to these people. Me and Baby, me and P, we build a strong relationship to what now? They like, bro, we want to f- with you on the album. I'm not even sure Baby understood the importance of it being the rollout interview, but it did. He blessed me, and I told him to this day. He keeps saying, keep killing. But they gave me the rollout interview. At this time, Lil Baby hadn't spoken two years. So what did that do for Loon? It put a spotlight on me. I was being tagged everywhere. My content was everywhere. We did 11 million. This is why I don't know what they mean about numbers and this. And we did 11 million. I looked around. I said, make sure you reach out to every platform as a young creator. Yo, that's my content. If you don't mind, send the audience my way. I might got a few customers in there. We in a discovery process. Lil Baby just put me, he just put me on a pedestal, right? In regards to, um, Sending traffic to the content. This is a masterclass on how to respond to noise and narrative. But the tagging process to me is where the value lied, Because oftentimes with academics, with these other platforms, I see where they've built their business from other people's content. Whether they be lives. And this is way deeper conversation, down the street conversation. But I need you guys to pay attention. These platforms, respectfully to all of them, because I love and respect them, I, I I need them, right? One hand wash the other. There's a collaborative effort involved in getting this content to um make the rounds that it needs to make. But if you pay attention, they do not have any original content. Every piece of content they have is someone else's content just on a pedestal on this platform now there's value in that but that doesn't make you a content creator right so i'm the content creator now here you are with a million people watching this little baby clip that i own so as a content creator in the discovery process of having a smaller podcast but getting the opportunity of a big platform that basically made my platform bigger overnight. you right, I have to say tag me. You know the importance of tagging the creator. Give me the credit so the people understand. Oh, that's where that conversation came from. In any business, the discovery process is one of the more difficult process that you have to go through. Once they discover you, now it's just find your chicken sandwich. Right. They know who you are. They're waiting. They're kind of waiting on something to pop up over there that they like because they kind of got an idea about who you are. Just create your chicken sandwich, And I say that because Popeye's sold chicken all that time, created a chicken sandwich and had an influx in the market. So I I know I got to I can't just leave things out there like that. Now I got to drive them on home because they'll just be like, what did he mean by that? So I want to help people understand if they don't. Some people get it. Some people may don't didn't. But the rap context around how important a tag is. And they can't tell me that they don't know this because they're operating on these platforms, academics in particular. When he says that, man, this man wanted to be tagged. He wanted to be tagged. Then he exaggerated about my my age. He exaggerated about the length of the conversation. And And then he devalues my understanding of the business. As I'm from behind him saying, hey, I know the value in that, man. Send that value this way, dog. I ain't got no big business behind me. I done spent hundreds of thousands chasing this shit. Send that value this way. And this was a one sentence thing, but wrapped in that, if you know the business, if you're part of the culture, if you're part of the executive side of this, you understand what I'm saying. Just to put it in context a little more and drill it down. I think a post on Shade Room is seventy five hundred with a tag. I think academics might get four or five thousand for a tag. Kim Kardashian, them I think they might get fifty racks for a tag. Right? This is a business. So what they are trying to tell me to do is in in the middle of my building process of my podcast is to ignore the fact that my content is on a platform and it's not being credited to the originator in which helps with the discovery process, which defeats the reason why they would do something like that. Yo, Baby, P, everybody, they they been this whole game. They whole thing has just been we want to get bruh discovered. We want everybody on bruh because they in the traps. I got the traps down south on lock. The most difficult part in this entertainment business, in particular with podcasting, it's centralizing your audience. A lot of these podcasters never built what I've been able to build so they won't, they don't know that part. They think it's just all about getting famous. Right? People can know your face and not know where to find your content. So that's the position I found myself in to where everywhere I'm going, I'm being stopped. People know exactly who I am but they think, some people think I'm a TikTok star. Oh, you that TikTok guy? No, that, I had to explain. Now that comes from a podcast. It's like, some people only consume my stuff on Instagram. Some people only on Patreon, right? So the most frustrating part about this, when you know that you're not a part of the industry, is that you would like for these blogs to post your content. It helps your business. And people align themselves with these other creators and they pick size. It's unfortunate because they're supposed to be reporting news. But the hardest part of it all is centralizing your audience. You want everybody to know that what they're seeing comes from over here. And this is where it really counts. And that's why I'm so big on the people that support me behind the paywalls is because that's where it really counts. And I want to put something in perspective for y'all who are just watching other podcasters. It's kind of been ingratiated in the middle of this little beef or scuffle or whatever it is. You can have two, 3,000 people over there at $10 a month make $30,000 a month on Patreon. I just want to put that in perspective. Two or three thousand views on YouTube probably get you ten cent. Now, the kind of content that can live on Patreon is the kind of it has to be evergreen, and I think that's what warps my my understanding of what academics is doing. It's like I'm not sure how that stands alone. But let's listen to Akka a little more.
1: Who are the new signees to Charlamagne's network? So I got to use Charlamagne's own words when it comes to him. Nah, that ain't it. That ain't it, Charlamagne. That ain't it. So I I I'll, I'll leave those words for the, this obsessed groupie that was on um Charlamagne's podcast, dying, dying, to swing like Tarzan from my dick and my balls. They were giving him the platform. Hey, promote yourself. You're the future of Black Effect. No, let's talk about academics. I could, academics. I think academics. I don't think he makes academics. It's okay, my brother. It's okay. Um as
0: you pay attention to this video, and I'll put myself on screen. Notice every time he goes to talk about a point I made, he stops and he stutters because I don't think he has a defense. I didn't say he didn't make any money. I didn't say he didn't have any position. I said that there is no, there's no true longevity in business associated with what Academics is doing. It's some and one shit. And let me be clear, this does not apply to all streamers. Academics had a unique circumstance. He had a unique opportunity. He was a streamer that was ingratiated in rap. You know, Kai is now being in a position where He's being put in rap, right, where it's a little different. But that came up, and he was in rap and live streaming, and it's like, ah, slipped away. No business came out of that. I made some money, but, yeah, I didn't really, damn it, got me that time. And also, I want to say this about the tagging thing. Then I'm going to address this part right here where he spoke, he, where he speaks about me saying I could have promoted myself on that episode. I've warned y'all a long time ago if you listen to this podcast that they have created a system in which they shun you for adopting the very behavior that you need to be successful. As you hear, academics were one of the bigger platforms in hip hop posting my content, my content. Now picture that as I was in the middle of creating traction and being on the phone with all the biggest celebrities and athletes in the world every day calling my phone, hitting my DM, reaching out to me every single day as this was happening to me, I said, I will not be famous and rich. Without any industry connects, without anyone that I knew that was ingratiated in the understanding of how to maneuver and navigate in such a space, I said to myself, all right, we got to overpack because we don't know what we're going to need when we get there. So every tag, every mention, every post, Every outlet, we're checking every trap because we need every. We don't know what we need, and I would be a fool to underpack. I'd be a fool to have a coat and not take the coat to where I'm going, and then need a coat when I get there. So I didn't know what it take to build the brand. I didn't know what it took to build the business. I didn't know if if academics needed to tag me. If shade room, I didn't know. I thought that was essential. Or some kind of way, Instagram blog pages have been able to infiltrate real the the business side and you know why because of the audience they do have an audience there's an audience there and so in the same way that these ad companies work in in meaning if the people are there we want to try to convert some of them into customers I'm only taking what the biggest companies in the world do they understand everybody viewing ain't spending they get mad because I see it because I'm a nigga but let one of these Bill uh, Bill proctor, or one of these dudes with a suit come out and say. What the first thing you need to do when you come out is identify your customers, separate your viewers from your customers on your YouTube. You're going to have people to view, but they won't spend nothing. your job is to identify the person that's going to people going to go to clapping. But because I said they take it as a shot, but I, I had to make sure I capitalized on what we were doing in that moment. Seeing that it, I didn't know what we needed when we got to where we were going,
1: that was a very interesting. Well, it was an interesting conversation. Even you, you, you were just obsessed, but it was interesting how everybody took the conversation. I'll tell you why. I think Andrew saw saw it for what it is. Number one, rehashing old talking points. You're still talking about the Grim Reaper. Brother, grow up, and you look older than everybody in the room. Let me
0: also respond to this and and also respond to people saying that, yo, you could have took that moment to promote yourself. Entertainment one-on-one. They must either love or hate you. But just you, just knowing you is never enough. Right? I'll give you that jewel. And I see people mention Schultz a lot in this. People continue to mention Schultz. I want to reposition this conversation on behalf and for the sake of my friend Charlemagne the God. But before I do that, I want to let academics speak a little more.
1: Grow the fuck up. Talking about the Grim Reaper. Brother, grow up and you look older than everybody in the room. Grow the fuck up.
0: Let me address Arnold as it pertains to the war in Chirac and the Grim Reaper comment I made on Brilliant Idiots. Number one, I think this just leads leaves credence to the fact that this was not an ambush on academics because I, I didn't even come prepared. When you hear Arnold say something like, yo, he showed up with old talking points, and he was talking about the Warren Shirek. It's something I did a long time ago. You, it, this just has evolved, but I'll explain in detail a little bit more why I feel that way in particular about some of those videos and, and and how even today some of the behavior affects some of the things that these guys don't have to deal with. The difference between me and these guys is that I'm somewhere and I got to deal with the flames. I got to deal with the fire. I got to deal with the results of some of the things that's being fanned by some of these outlets. Oftentimes I'm speaking to mothers that had to bury children. I'm speaking to rappers that put people in position that told on them. I'm speaking to individuals that put their life on the line for people who backstabbed them. Oftentimes, I'm speaking to youngsters that understand that same value in that tag that I spoke to a few minutes ago in regards to centralizing the audience. Yo, academics tag a shade room tag some of these tags some of these things validate people beyond measure some of these positions that these things put these people in now here's the difference academics is starting fires and he's never visiting the burn site I gotta go to the burn site I gotta show up sometimes and this was all the internet beef this was all some shit that the blogs picked up And no, I can't speak on these things in detail because, yo, my family disown me if I get up here and start talking certain ways about certain things. So I got to be vague in my communication just because that's what the job called for. But I also have a responsibility to over communicate about certain aspects of these things. But I can't get into detail and put people in situations. So when I see dudes fanning the flame, and that's what some of these names do, right? I want a name. Nigga, I'm popping online. So you use the rappers to bullshit cachet. So this post got Drake on it, and this next post is two little niggas beefing. So you got all the Drake fans on here, but they also just seen these little niggas beefing. Now they might go Google the beef shit that's going on. It's just, it's a constant.
1: Who I had issues with? That's called growth. You're or first and foremost, academics is just playing dumb to promote this this nobody want to be. Because there's no way he believes some of the things he I saw him not into. I'll give an example. That somehow Academics is making or first and foremost that somehow my streams or what I do period is on somewhat of a lesser caliber than even the Brilliant Idiots podcast. If you think I see it as such, y'all are smoking dope. Uh oh. Here's a
0: trick. See that trick? He said that If you think that his shit ain't on the same caliber, that ain't what I said. I wasn't speaking to caliber. See, words are important. I was speaking to replay value. I would argue Schultz with Brilliant Idiots, with Charlemagne has replay value. I would also argue Flagrant has replay value. I would also argue that even Joe, and we'll get to him in a second, has replay value. My part has replay value. I don't think any of those streams have replay value. That's me. So, again, this isn't about position. I didn't take position from Arnold. You a placeholder for today's news. And in the same way they can fire some of these anchors, same way ESPN can get rid of Jalen Rose and all these other guys, because we'll sit somebody else in that seat, because ultimately we feel confident that they're talking about professional sports. And that's the catalyst of the business. Right? So again, your position is talk about the bullshit and you get a bunch of people looking. When you get over here in these Spotify wars and you're supposed to be building your home, you're supposed to be building your little structure over here in this Spotify area and you keep leaving this house to go back over here where it's crowded building because you're addicted to what comes with being in that position, which is the views. And the views are not there, in my opinion, because you create so much value. They're there because they think you have insight as to what may be going on. There's a place for that. But I just think that the person in that place is interchangeable. If some of these people stop doing podcasts today, you'd be like, damn, man, we miss them. Nobody do a part like that. Or damn, man, we miss that. Nobody do that like that. If he stopped doing that today, another dude to just pop up and they'll be like, oh, he doing that shit Eck used to do.
1: He get the views now because I heard certain words being thrown around and I realized it was a very dishonest conversation. So we could open this up conversation up completely. And this is not out of vitriol because this is so much respect. You know, you know, when it comes to speaking, especially about Charlemagne and I love shows, respect. But we do have to really address some of these things. Cause y'all had this clown talking about something that y'all was Kiki and yes. <laughs> I don't know if maybe he was giving that taxstone energy. And anytime these little street quasi-street niggas come into the conversation, they bully intellectuals and logic. But that's why I'm here. This is why I've made actually a name. Because all of those niggas come across as ignorant. And they could talk with a hint of aggression and a hint of like this veil of threatening but they still look like an idiot when they're going up against ideas and logic. It never fails. I heard them talk about replay value. Let's go. I don't know if, if people are trying to do the soapbox thing, but I'll clarify. We all talk about current events. So let me be very clear. My stream, the breakfast club, Excluding the interviews, my stream, the breakfast club, current event topics, brilliant idiots, hell of a week. Even flagrant without some of the the, the, the like the, the great guests.
0: You see, he's explaining to you what I've identified in the market. You see how he goes to name and knows and he got to say, well, except for the and and, and, and except for the. That's where the value lies in each of those people that you're talking about. The current events is just to get the audience over here. The value lies in... Hey, yo, check that interview out. Like, them dudes. Like, even with Schultz. Schultz and them talk about current shit, but they go deep, and it's, it's a funny conversation. Even on Brilliant Idiots, even over here. So, this also let me know that he really doesn't understand what I'm saying, and maybe I didn't articulate it well enough, so... I'm speaking to the audience at this point. There's a thing that happens when you do this communication, when you do this podcasting thing. And there's some people that do it better than others. But it's something that I've noticed early on It's when you have these conversations about these current topics, you have to have them in a way where it's not current topic. Right. So you, you have to have some value. Wrapped around the current topic conversation that might even apply to just regular life that I can look back on, that I can make compilations of, that I can make, you know what I'm saying? It it, it provides a level of value to the content. When even though we're talking about Takashi 6ix9ine and how he kind of snitched and what happened with that, Loon got into how you posted had noticed that he wouldn't have been that kind of individual and the gang might have made a bad mistake, right? It's things surrounding that that's value in that. And so even when you hear academics explain himself, you hear him have to carve out these things. Now, if these was any old things, I'll
1: say, cool. But that's where the value lies. Let's listen again. So let me be very clear. My stream, The Breakfast Club. Excluding the interviews, my stream, the breakfast club, current event topics, brilliant idiots, hell of a week. Even flagrant without some of the the, 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 like the the great guests. There is no replay value to some of this shit. Let's not try to content shame now. (laughs) Not because I'm doing this live, just kicking it on a live live stream camera. And y'all doing it whether you're on iHeart's mic or you're doing it in any studio, it's no difference. Ain't nobody going back six months, like, oh my god, I gotta go. It's this ain't breaking bad, my nigga. <laughs> this ain't game of thrones. Let's just keep it a hundred. <laughs> so I don't know. I heard this clown try to interject it, and I'm like, are we serious? Let's not, let's, let's not start this whole, you know, like, you know, I always say some people, they, they become elitist when they talk about content. That's what this loser was, except nobody even knows a single original thought this fucking idiot even thought, uh, even, e- e- we don't even know what his, his thought is. Even his thoughts about me was regurgitated from the talking points of the niggas who have consistently just said the same thing without even advancing the the, the ball.
0: I regret to inform everyone that this was not some sort of ambush on academics. Again, there was a conversation surrounding comedy that came up. I found it interesting that Andrew showed someone that sells out stadiums, um, one of the best in the business, in my opinion. I found that interesting that he that he thought ACT could do comedy. That conversation led to, okay, ACT is funny. What's, give me five jokes. Give me something he said that's funny, right? That led to value in the space. That led to streaming. That led to Kassanet, Aiden. I don't get what what we're missing. When we speak about podcasting not having replay value, I want to push back on that as well because I watch Rogan. See, I don't watch this bubblegum shit y'all do. I look at podcasting like encyclopedias. I look at this shit more than just a conversation about nothing. I know the power in these conversations. I know the nations that can be built. On the backs of these conversations. So you're right. I don't look at these conversations like, oh, it's just fly by day. I'll be back tomorrow with more. I don't I don't view it that way.
1: By watching that conversation, everything made sense to me. The losers' obsession with me came. Full circle when I realize why he's upset at me is why I've always been successful. I heard him say, Streaming, what is that? What is that? What is it? What is that? That was cute. I won't even sit here and even entertain that thought you might be more familiar with this saying the game is to be sold not told and i seen andrew try to explain it a couple times and i said andrew don't don't chill don't, 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 andrew don't, don't don't you can't give him the game you got to let you got to let him crash and fail you can't do that Trust me, let me give Andrew some credit. One of the most brilliant people. I truly believe Andrew
0: Schultz gave academics one of his best arguments. When he compared it to live sports, my only pushback with that is academics has not formed a business around the event. I can agree that the event, from an event standpoint, right, if we want to say a digital event, something like an NBA game or NFL game would be, even though there's so much physical sales surrounding those, right? We got parking, we got hot dogs, we got jerseys, we got so much business surrounding the event. My whole thing was academics has not had any business surrounding the event. That's the whole point of the matter that I've made the entire time, but evidently I got to regurgitate it and recraft it 22 times, but I know they're going to get it. Here's another thing. Everything I'm speaking on the age perfectly. And how do I know that I've studied it too long? I'm for sure about what I'm saying, but I understand that people are going to receive it like, hey, what you mean no value? Well, he's having a Super Bowl with no commercials. He's selling no, no, no parking. He's selling no hot dogs, no hamburgers, no pizzas, no beers. He's just having an event every day. And he's telling me about how powerful that is. Granted, in its own right powerful, but you haven't wrapped a business around it. And so when, when Arnold goes on there and says, don't give him the game. Oh, no, no, no. Shows don't got to give me the game. I'm next to the big dog. I got the game. And I was me before Charlemagne got around me. That's how I got to Charlemagne. I'm the nigga with the game. And one thing you cannot get around is that I know how to get the money in podcasting, and I know why we get the money in podcasting. And so that speaks to me saying I know how to get paid behind this microphone. Now, to know how to get paid behind this microphone, especially not being first in the industry and piggybacking on technology or second being a rapper with a built-in fan base to come out the streets and do what I've been able to do, you had to pay extreme attention. So when I see DJ Academics been doing this for 10 years and he goes on stream and Twitch and they love him, they come watch him. They say, yo, we watching Academics. This is what we doing today. Whether it's in the background, pass about whatever it is, they getting whatever information from it, whatever they getting from it. His inability to wrap the business around that still shines bright to me because I come in the game looking for why the money is there because I could have done what he was doing. I said, oh, I went down, I looked over there, oh, that ain't even nothing. That ain't doing nothing. And he ain't figured out what to do with that. Hey, don't do that. Look at Joe. Oh, he done figured something out with that video. Look at Wallow and Gilly. Uh-oh, they really done figured it out. Big Facts done figured it out. It's a couple of do they done figured this out around here. And I done had to go in the crevices. And so when I see at go 10 years without doing something with the attention and not creating any business around it. Now, I ain't saying he didn't make no money. He's made some money. I believe he's created a business around the Instagram posts and the tagging of things and the promotion on that side. I'm talking particular with him cracking the microphone. See, y'all been living in this neighborhood. I'm just not coming over here. So I had to check out all the houses to see what kind I wanted to build. And I'm walking over to academics basically telling them, man, I checked your house out. You got leaks in the roof. Man, your foundation is slippery, man, the right. Your shit might slip off the foundation at any moment. Like, I'm just telling them what I see as a con- as a contractor, as a construction man. Because my vision got me where I'm at. Don't you ever disrespect my pimping. What I've been able to do had no man name written on it but God and me. God has placed these individuals in my life. To shine light and amplify what it is that we've been able to do. And I appreciate them wholeheartedly. But they'll tell you Loon was kicking that shit when I met him. Loon ain't never popped up on us and said, man, I ain't got no airplane money. Or I can't go in on the building or whatever it might be. And there's a level of respect that come with that. And I can't explain everything that went into me being able to arrive with this kind of shit on. But you do with that information what you may. But if that go 10 years and he don't create the value surrounding that thing, then I'm going to assume it's not there. And how am I wrong for that? I ain't wrong. Let's continue.
1: I'll say this about some of the critiques, homie. (laughs) Niggas like you feel because you're from a certain environment. You deserve to be the person to tell a story. I've always said DJ Ghost, my man's. Act gonna give it up like this. He gonna give it up like that. It's the differences that make everything great. Niggas like you, instead of putting in the work to become a DJ Ghost, to become a 1090 Jake, or whoever who came from that background, you think that you are old. The respect. The audience. The attention. And think you should be paid and rewarded as such by the people who, for the most part in the industry, are just trying to capitalize off platforms. Well, let me tell you this, sir. And Charlemagne, you should probably echo this to every other street nigga you sign trying to be in the next tax stone. Tell them this. If you don't work harder than Ak, shut the fuck up about him. Because ain't nothing in this fucking game is gifted. At the end of the day, I sleep less than you. I work harder than you. And I was very disrespected... Even at the very notion, I'm not no new nigga in this game. I told you it's big act now. Y'all niggas stop playing with me, period. I don't know if the list ruffles some niggas' feathers. Let me tell you this straight. This is my 13 year doing what I'm doing. I don't care what y'all categorize that. It's my 13 year doing what I'm doing. Bitch, I looked at this shit. You've been doing this shit for a year. Let me be
0: as honest as I can be um, in regards to the position DJ Academics and any of these other guys are in because I think it's imperative for us to be on the same page as, as what we want, our wants and needs, right? I, I think understanding the best thing to have. Let me be clear. I don't want to do what DJ Academics done or is doing or 1090 or none of these kind of niggas. You know what I mean? I got serious men and serious people in my life. So I ain't one of them, and I'm a serious man. I ain't one of them kind of guys that that I'm going to make a living in that. And that's respectfully to y'all because I do understand that there's a level of do what it takes to feed your family. I do come from the underworld, so I do lend credence to that. But at the same time, I can't fan the flames and then visit the burn site. You know what I mean? Once I visit the burn site, now I got to help people with the wreckage. I got to help people gather theyself after some of the destruction that, that that started on the Internet. Right. Some of this beef that this rap shit is involved with, this breaking up friendships and backdoors and making niggas. It's just so much going on. And on top of that, it's never about what's being said. It's about being wrong. My very consistent con- critique that nobody pointed out was the takeoff thing. Your DJ Academics is with this big platform, and you're wrong about who you're saying is a killer. You're wrong about who you're saying done something, right? It's a misdirection. But I could never do what DJ Academics done. My comrades wouldn't appreciate me living life in that way for no money. My only thing I would say to academics and anybody is just be right right? The bigger you get, the level of responsibility that's attached to your name because you're responsible for the people you influence. And I know it gets slippery in that way, but we talking about when you're dealing with a delicate situation like the murder, take off RIP tape, and here you is on a stream for 10, 12 hours and you got it completely wrong. So now you running misdirection plays and you appearing to be on our team. We don't have a misdirection in our playbook because we don't got time for that. We need to be getting yards. We ain't got time for the fake, the flea flickers and all that. We're going to get sacked, which means in the grand scheme of things, it's going to cause problems to the game plan that we got in place. So what I'm saying is I'm looking at something like that and say, yo, what about his family, though? Not only his mother, them, right? You misdirected her anger. Right, You'll misdirect people's anger Not only them But you misdirecting people's goons You misdirecting killers Like who did Oh, He said such and such this. We on this and he wrong the whole time He done moved on It's been three weeks But because that was what was reported It might have been a shooting over here somewhere That everybody still got to deal with But you was wrong the entire time So who am I to sit back And not say nothing about that They got that bad in this industry Where they sit back on their hands And don't nobody say nothing But it's affecting real life homie Not one time did DJ I speak to any of the talking points When he brought up the Grim Reaper thing He just said it was old When I said replay value He didn't say anything to it He said none of this shit got replay value So he basically agreed with me there when I said the live stream and what is that? What is he doing? He's saying, "Well, it is a business." And okay, I agree it's a business because Cadnam is made it a business. Aiden is made it a business. I think he's failed to make it a business. I just saw him do his first Manscape ad, and I'm like, "Oh, that's nasty." Feel nasty. Ten years in, feel nasty. How we do it? He don't know how to do it because he ain't done it. Feel nasty, but it's necessary. And also let me be clear amongst this recording today. This is going to be a long part that I'm going to disregard disrespect from these guys that's never been in jail, never been outside, probably ain't never done nothing. You know, I just, I got to disregard them. I want them to run up on me to show me what they talking about. That's all I want. It don't take but one of y'all. When one of y'all make the mistake, everybody else will know it was a mistake. So I just want one of y'all. It don't matter which one. I ain't got no picks or chooses or no favors. So I just want one of y'all. Just one of you. Just, just please. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, whenever I'm traveling up y'all way, I'm going to let it be known I'm up at way. I ain't looking for no trouble. I never try to harm nobody. I never try to do nothing to nobody. Um, and we're going to be upstanding citizens. But I do invite um, people to come see me. You no, know, I invite I invite these particular guys that's talking like this to come see me because I think they need they need a reality check. The idea that they'll even say some of these things not knowing who they talking to. You don't know who I am. You don't know what my reach is. Y'all niggas is the dumbest niggas I ever seen in my. This how I know y'all didn't come from where I come from. Y'all ain't did no investigation. First thing I'd say, he with who he did what he huh how. Who is that. It mean a little something. It hit different. Pay attention. We're going to get to this Joe button thing in about the next. I'll probably give y'all 20 more minutes on act. We're going to get to Joe, act, Charlamagne. I'm going to really dig into that. And then we out of here. Them the only two topics today because I felt as though I I owed the audience a response to all of this shit that y'all seeing going on. I know y'all see me killing podcasts right now. I got a couple of interviews out this going crazy. Y'all just stay down with me, man. We're going to go a long way, but... Let's get back into what Eck was
1: saying. I said to to, to shows. I said shows. Imagine you did comedy for ten years, and some bitch ass nigga come in after a year, saying that what you do ain't real comedy.
0: Here's another misconception, and I hate I gotta stop it so much. This misconception here is, hey, yo shows. What if somebody came in and told you that what you're doing isn't real comedy and they just start doing it? Number one, I didn't just start doing it. I did my first podcast in 2015. That's number one. Number two, I never said it wasn't real content. I said it didn't have real value. So it's a different thing. Now, if you're going to argue that that because it doesn't have real value that I'm saying it's not content, then you're misusing my argument. There's a lot of content out there that people are not making money off of. There's a lot of content out there that's living on these platforms that people are not benefiting off of, right? So I'm saying that your content had no real value, but yet to fit your argument, you're going to frame it as if I said you don't make real content.
1: Newsflash. What I do on this live stream, I equate to. And by the way, I get paid like it, so I don't give a fuck about saying it. I equate to a late-night TV show, a fucking syndicated radio show, or a big-time podcast. It's the same fucking thing. I figured out the business for it. I've done it. No fancy studios make nothing happen. It's all about the content. The people come for this. They were here before I bought the two- Let
0: me me put it in perspective. Then we're going to move on from him because- Well, I can agree with him. When he says, yo, it's about the content. No big fancy studios, none of that. I I can agree with that, right? I think that's a great argument to have. I I don't see that being something we can't speak about. Here's where we find some opportunity to discuss something. About 70% of the time with DJ Academics doing this quote-unquote live stream is other people's content. This is the difference between him and Kai. Kai actually has games and bookings that come in certain he's creating a thing over there right even Aiden sometimes he does real interviews over there like I don't really know what Aiden does so much but I know Kai really is doing a thing Speed is really doing they're doing shows damn near and so when he says it's about the content he's right but half of the content he plays isn't his content he's the only person that's able to go on YouTube with somebody shit in the background and still be monetized Everybody else, you don't get monetized with that. They're going to say, yo, no monetization. That's over. But with him, he can play your content in the background and talk about it and actually and still monetize and call that creating content. I know what it's like when you want to formulate an opinion on current events, and those current events might include a, a video that's out there or, or a piece that you need to put together. But you need people in-house to put that piece together. People like Steven Crowder, um, they take a lot of time just filming shit for tomorrow's show. And so when we go to talking about Trump, we'll play this clip of us discussing and, you know, kind of breaking down what's happening, you know, and we're using our own content to create content, kind of like Vlad, right? It's where he'll do a flashback, and I ask you about this content, which is creating new content. It's like a, right? His shit is just over there, and somebody help me explain it. This is
1: just a conversation for the culture. Let's move on. i get... Before I get off it, I give homie one credit. And I've always said this is the thing I believe is the most threatening when it comes to me. I've always said, I'm not the end, but I'm the beginning. After me, there's going to be much more. But what's been started is a change that y'all can't control. I started doing what I I, I had to do to get to where I am because I realized I was in the boot licking interning whatever that I was gonna work at some radio. They probably wouldn't even fuck with me. I don't know nobody. I already, and I'll address one last thing, even though I said I was gonna <laughs> I do that a lot, right? I I I I I seen he was trying to make a point about. Um, attention versus customers or whatever the case is, you know, and, and this is why I say, I welcome all scrutiny and also challenges because I'm, I'm a little bit different. I'm like a quasi type of hybrid. I'm not just like a media entity. I'm like this media personality, but I, but some people kind of give me the gravity and weight of almost kind of being seen as like well he's kind of like almost like a rapper you know in a sense you know what i mean and not to gas myself up but again you know to use some of these traditional outlets and compare it that's that's media has always just thrived on attention you might have some people who have okay they have like loyal fan bases and even to that extent how loyal right but
0: Here, academics, let me explain this to you because I know you're watching, right? What I'm trying to get you to understand is that my understanding from the outside of the game before I got into the game is where is the money? I examined every nook and cranny of this industry in regards to cracking this microphone and making money. It was that important to me to be on the right side of history. I'll say this to you, Schultz has identified his customer. He sells comedy. He sells tickets. Charlemagne has identified his customer. He sells books. He sells other products. Even your god, Joe Budden, has identified his customer, but we got different critiques for him. Wallow and Gilly have identified their customer via bar stu- stool. Loon has identified his customer And now I just got to build it out. You have yet to identify your customer. Marketing one-on-one, everybody that views it won't buy it. I don't know why that doesn't extend out to YouTube videos. I don't know why y'all can't grasp that and why that's so hard for people to understand. But everybody that views it won't buy it. That's just how
1: it works. That's what kind of media is. So, you know, um, like obviously at times, you know, my ego gets inflated this and third and this is why like you know i, t- I take my if it's a L I take my l in, lo- in, in, in stride because the reality and and, and this was another reason I, I i i saw this nigga vigorously dick sucking like kai and aiden and everybody who by the way two streamers who both have acknowledged to me like yo act like you wanted to go to like before we even started doing this shit we were seeing you doing this shit right but those are my guys, and, and, and they're way bigger than me in the space at the moment, too.
0: Just explain my entire case point so we can move on and get to him going on Joe Button. He just explained my entire point. If you listen, they went on to speak about me speaking about Kai and Aiden and how they've created business around their streams. Then he said, hey, they even looked to me and say, yo, we looked at you, bro. It kind of had us to start this thing. Like they give it up to me. Then the immediately three seconds after that, he said, they're bigger than me in the space right now. And that's where my point lies. Is that you were doing what they were doing before they were doing it with all the connections, with all the rappers. And somehow they are bigger than you at this point. And this is not the evolution of the game. This is you not capitalizing on the business by sitting there drunk every day. That's what we're dealing with if we really want to talk about it, right? You built this amazing thing and sat there drunk with it. And so I'm identifying that, yo, you were doing that before them, man. They put they wrapped the business around their stream. You still just doing it over there? Damn, they took the business from your stream? So you had a deal with Twitch and they just stopped the deal? And you still do it every day. So they don't see the value. So they mad at me because I don't see the value. And Twitch didn't see the value in keeping him there when he had the deal. Now, Rumble, they're in a, a specific position where they're building. Salute to Rumble. They're building. So having act there means something different than being an established Twitch. See, this is where your real value comes in that is when it's crowded in the paint. Over on Twitch, it's crowded in the paint, baby. What you got? And if you don't have much, you won't get much. And and in my opinion, they stopped the deal because there it wasn't enough value attached to the academics brand being there. That's my opinion. They take this as disrespect when this ain't, I ain't called him out his name yet. They done said a lot of things they got to pay for. Whatever you say you got to pay for, I'm a counselor. I'm just like 50. I'm a counselor. Player, it's a real long game, man. It's a real long game. Mm. And I can't wait for the opportunity to show you guys how this game go. I can't wait for the opportunity to get next to one of you guys and really pull your coattail and have a conversation with you. I just want it to be me and you, too. I don't want your homeboys around. I don't want no cameras around. I want it to be me and you. And I want to look you in your eyes. Because you niggas do too much on camera. I know you niggas, at Nanny. I know this. And this ain't even to be discussed. I'm a multi million dollar brand. This ain't even to be discussed. But it's important that I let you guys know that I know you faking. And soon enough, soon enough, we'll be in position to pull that skirt up. Let's get to Joe Button. <laughs>
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, you prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man, and being a country mega star while also having seven kids, you know he likes to keep his style cool and casual.